0: i been recording for 40 minutes and I do actually want to discuss some Doug. Doug.
1: <laughs> this podcast is terrific and I've never talked about Doug. Have you seen society? Have <laughs> I definitely have
0: to watch this movie. It's the Doug Zone. I'm back from L.A. And listeners, let me tell you. I am exactly like Jack Nicholson in Chinatown, and Andrew Garfield in Under the Silver Lake, and Ryan Gosling in Drive. Um, <laughs> other movies about the that, evils of L.A. I have. He's witnessed. the white
1: man in other movies about the evils. I'm, I'm of the LA. white man in other
0: cities. I'm also Travis Bickle in Taxi Driver, but that's unrelated to my L.A. trip. Um, how are you, Julia? I'm good. Yeah, I am.
1: Sorry, uh, my roommate's <laughs> holding up a whiteboard of things. It's like a numbered list of things to tell uh, me. Uh,
0: let's rotate. Can you rotate the camera? Am I allowed to see the whiteboard? Hi, Jay. <laughs> I got the picture from mom. I found the picture of the arsonist. <laughs> what are, are we... <laughs>
1: the first oh, or, the oh first God. Or second one? I don't she just asked the first or the second <laughs> arsonist. No, <my> the
0: <laughs> <mom. Whoa. laughs>
1: <laughs> second one, the second one. Oh, this is what the arsonist looks like. Interesting. Who's uh, an arsonist? I the hometown is wild and Jay's type in men before her current boyfriend were people that were like into meth or committed arson.
0: Alright, rotate rotate your screen. Okay. I want Jay to be able to see <laughs> me. Not
1: always two meth.
0: Two thumbs up just big fan I think um, someone who
1: dated someone who someone who hasn't dated someone who did meth doesn't have hair like this <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that man oh yeah.
0: yeah i heard that <laughs> oh incredible
1: pretty sick pretty sick
0: we gotta get jay back on the cast non-stop we can bangers. talk about
1: her ex that texted her i love you i miss you i did an eight ball of cocaine and blew a hole in my nose please come back to me oh yeah also oh. Someone that texted me tried to kill himself when he had a girlfriend Oh yeah, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it's that guy—he's an interesting one. Oh. Um, we gotta get Jay on here to trash talk her axes. We gotta get Jay
0: back on. Um, yeah, I'd love to do a Doug Zone love line type thing, but it's no, just they're like
1: all crazy. They'll find me out. We'll do it on <laughs> Patreon.
0: Yeah, there we go. That's yeah. Oh, how awesome They'll pay money would it be?
1: to find that. His dad works for the FBI. <laughs> Maybe never mind.
0: Look, if you're gonna track Jay Maybe down and murder one. her. You've got to pay me first. That's did you, my no, policy. did you hear that?
1: She said the arsonist dad works for the FBI. Okay, I
0: feel like that's a flaw. If you want to be an arsonist.
1: If you want to be an arsonist, no, you definitely want your dad to be working for the that's FBI. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know why I was like- you can get off for arson. Yeah, like no, the FBI, a famously
0: want. not corrupt organization is-
1: talk about this. I was not supposed to tell anyone.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It happened
1: three
0: years ago, but I'm still scared. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ um
1: what an insane aside
0: you know i'm coming into this episode and like i've got a wild story from la nothing will top this and jay walked in the room and i knew i was wrong i know uh, <laughs> oh
1: she's like this all the time too these are I just am- the stories i get on the daily
0: look i've said it before i will say it again i am the world's biggest jay head i'm just a massive oh, fan
1: i'm such a jay stan <laughs> when we stop um, living together i'm gonna have so much less to talk about
0: <laughs> um i like the like doug's own hype house it's just you jay me izzy's there um may- maybe we'll get coach and skill shy ethan yeah we'll get ethan. We get
1: ethan in the hype house yeah
0: we'll get squid's wife as well yeah. um much for her chagrin i'm sure marty and
1: comrade can come visit
0: if you are in the doug's <laughs> own discord you're invited to the hype house uh, which has, now that I'm thinking about it, immediately just become like a crust punk house with the number of people we're putting in it. Like this house... Well,
1: it's it's gonna be just like uh one of those sad houses that a bunch of people move out to L.A. Like the stand-up comic houses that are in oh, L.A. yeah.
0: Yeah, the classic. Um, where
1: where there's like someone living in the kitchen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this, this is my there's corner. Spiders. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a refrigerator here, but I moved it. Um...
1: I was... uh, My mom loves watching like 90 Day Fiancé, not 90 Day Fiancé, Married at First Sight. That's the show. Oh,
0: that's somehow worse. Um, Have uh,
1: have you watched the show before?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with both.
1: There was one girl. There was one couple where the guy was like an amateur pro wrestler.
0: Not a good start. Um, um,
1: And a firefighter. And his mom was like dying of cancer. So he decided to get married so his mom could see his wedding. So he could get married to a stranger. So it's like, wow, there's a lot of emotions. The girl they paired him up with is a burlesque dancer that currently lives in a studio apartment with someone else. So there's just a curtain up. So so she doesn't have a door. And um, they were like trying to figure out an apartment to move into together. And he was like, well, I need space for like my mom to come and visit. And she's like, this place has a door. I'm impressed.
0: That, you know... Where was where was he at? Was he in L.A. or
1: no? This was a New York couple. I think oh, this was
0: in New York. Okay, I mean similar vibes, which is to say, similar I mean, vibes. when similar you're looking for real estate,
1: tragic vibes.
0: Yeah, it's just it. Oh, so yeah. Speaking of L.A., I just want to know. I I wrote a, a small manuscript uh, about my my. Did you soldier. actually? I thought this yeah. was a joke. Well, I wrote it. This is why when you and Coach were making barn dog comparisons. I was like, "Well, <laughs> it very much was a little St. Wayne scenario, uh, which is to say yesterday on the plane ride home, I was like, well, all right, like three pages and I'll split it into little segments. And then just throughout tomorrow's episode, I'll just read out recording. I'll just read out little sections. It'll be very like funny. Like
1: Sun Tzu parables.
0: Well, it was more like, I called it fear and loathing in Los Angeles. I was going for like a Hunter S Thompson kind of thing. Um, and I was like, is so that, is be, that just
1: going to be the t- episode title? Well, Did you just name well, it?
0: <laughs> well, here's why. Uh, here's why I don't think it will be.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, it, it is currently 24 pages long. Um,
1: Matt,
0: on the plane there was a delay on takeoff, uh, so we sat on the runway for about an hour. And I finished the crossword puzzle in five minutes. Um, I only had to I only had to look at the back for two things, uh, which is to say. I don't remember what it was. It was a kind of Japanese noodle. No way I was going to know that. And um, the country singer Loretta Lynn. I didn't know her. Uh, but other than that, I got it. I, so at that point, I was like, "Well, it's time to it's time to start my Doug's own manuscript." Uh, and then I just kept writing until the plane landed. Uh, and very similar to Little Saint Wayne, the first. Can I like,
1: please read this?
0: I will is, you please
1: send it to me, Matt? It's
0: very much a work in progress. Um, Matt, will you
1: please send it to me? I, I
0: will send this to you. But yeah, so it, it's very much a little St. Wayne type thing, which is to say, for about the first two pages, it's very clear that this is a joke and I am writing a character. And then it immediately just becomes my own thoughts on LA <laughs> and is deadly serious the whole way through. Um,
1: I imagine that you start it in like a catcher in the rye Inspired, like you're holding Caulfield, and you're yeah. like, "Well, LA's I know, full I know that I'm not, yeah." And I know that I'm not supposed to relate to holding Caulfield. You yeah, that's not the point of the book. And yet you find yourself.
0: And by the end of it, I'm like, man, I really I should might
1: be holding Caulfield. <laughs>
0: Damn, I should shoot John Lennon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so I yeah, really, really quickly, I and I reread it today because when I wrote it last night, all I had had to eat was a bang energy drink that morning. I had not That's eaten not anything eat. I eat. Yeah, I realized as I said it. So I was in did a you, state. Did you
1: take some Benadryl this time, or did you decide to lay off that for this well?
0: I took one or two to uh, balance out the effects, because I was like, I started to have a panic attack when the was... Matt, plane you should was.
1: never do drugs. Like, I, I know I talk about it being a good... No, you shouldn't.
0: I, look, I have never had any serious problems yet. I had the bang energy drink in the morning. It was like six in the morning when I woke up. I, okay. I, I went to a, a small, it's not okay, a bodega. I thought that
1: you were like washing the Benadryl down with bang.
0: No, no, I would never do that. That, even I would not make that mistake. Okay. Um,
1: okay. But
0: no, so I, yeah, I, I went, to, it's not a bodega, but it was a small shop uh, run by an Armenian man um, who like charged me extra money for not spending $5 at his convenience store, which That's was very weird. funny.
1: Yeah, like, like, it's, kind a of 50, an move.
0: it's like, it's a 50 cent charge if you don't spend $5. And it's like, it's okay. I was too tired to argue. I was like, fine. what? I don't care. Just take my credit card, please. Um, But so I was still – that's like the most caffeine I've had in a long time. Mm -hmm. So I was getting a little – even by the time I was getting on the plane that afternoon, I was still a little wired. I was still a little nervous. And they were like – So to level
1: out, you popped some downers, you know, as one does. Well, that was
0: just – that was unrelated. I was (laughs) – I was like, well, it's a plane ride. I might as well. I mean, yeah. but, Why yeah. is that
1: what your brain does? You're like, I'm getting on a plane. Take some Benadryl.
0: It makes the plane ride go faster. It um, also... But yeah, so they... It also makes you, the
1: driver the Babadook, but whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know. You win some, you lose some. But I, uh, I... The, the pilot hops on. He's like, all right, guys, we're experiencing a delay. And by this point, I'm already a couple pages deep into this manuscript with my like, you know, L.A. is a city run by the devil, occupied <laughs> by demons and pedophiles.
1: Is it still I, a joke by the time you hear that it's delayed?
0: Well, that's the problem is it's right when the, it's right when the we're making a turn for the worst you know, <laughs> like it's like when you go to a party and the vibe suddenly changes and mm-hmm nobody's like fun drunk anymore. They're all like
1: mad drunk.
0: Yeah. They're all angry or suicidal drunk. It was like, Oh, I, the suicidal manuscript
1: drunk was, is crazy. Yeah.
0: The manuscript was reaching suicidal drunk at that point. And I, um and I hear that there's been a delay and I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm never escaping the city. I'm going to be here until the day I die. Uh, and that was when the third and fourth Benadryl entered the chat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I read that this bit. As it stands, the manuscript is unreadable. Um, because there are like, there's an entire paragraph just about how I didn't like the sound that the car was making when we drove to the airport. like it is not good at all. But there,
1: that's so funny. <laughs>
0: but uh, I'm thinking, I might touch this up and then just do a solo episode where I just read the insane manuscript slightly doctored but not much uh and then I, just...
1: yes please
0: yeah so we we'll, we will see where Maybe the wind takes
1: it. if it's a little crazy yeah,
0: yeah we'll see yeah i'll record it Maybe i'll see this how will be
1: why we make a patreon yeah we'll so do someone that someone can hear this
0: we'll have jay on to discuss uh Her the
1: arsonist that yeah. she barged in here yeah, talking no. about.
0: yeah uh the bad boy crimes episode this week talked about an, ar- an arsonist so when Jay walked in with the sign saying, I know what the arsonist looks like. I was like, is Jay, what is Did happening? Did Jay start
1: listening to bad boy Did crimes? Did Jay to bad boy <laughs> um, uh,
0: Yeah, anyway. Uh, so that was the beginning. So I'm going to, I don't want to talk too much about my LA trip now that this is a possibility. Uh, <laughs> but I would like to note just one very important thing that happened. which uh, is right. to say the last day out there, I was mm-hmm. going for a walk alongside the beach. And there was a dead seal on the beach uh, when I came back. Like it had this washed it has
1: a, to be in the manuscript, right? E-
0: oh it's, oh, boy, oh it's, it's in the there, manuscript. It's there. Oh, it's in the manuscript. And it's a metaphor for
1: <laughs> Oh, oh, for everything. I'm Everything, wearing.
0: imaginable. Yeah. There's also another paragraph side My hopes
1: read. and dreams were that dead seagull. What I thought LA was was dead in front of me.
0: Yeah. Um I I'm just glancing at it now. I think my favorite sentence, the one that really pops out to me right now is um, shit posters are digital cowboys in a West long since tamed. Um, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what I meant by it, but I also agree with it. I stand by that. Um, oh my <laughs> and the, the worst thing about it is I can never tell when like I was, trying to play the pretentious writer character. And when I was just like going insane and writing the first thing that entered you my head. You
1: dug yourself.
0: Yeah. I dug myself. I,
1: you dug your own grave. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but, um, but yeah, so I walked up to the seal, which was not there when I had walked by this point in the beach. Cause this was my walk home back to the Airbnb. Uh, and I walked over to it. It was clearly very fresh a, because it wasn't there 10 minutes ago and B, because, like, there weren't even, like, flies around it or anything. But there were three cigarette butts right next to it.
1: Oh, I'm sure those mean something as well.
0: And so I was just imagining, like, an like a noir detective <laughs> standing over the dead body of the seal, just taking long drags of a cigarette.
1: And then when he's done with it, just throws it down
0: on the corpse. It, it. it was next to the seal. It wasn't on the seal. He was tasteful about it. Um, but, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Every single crime scene the detectives gone to has been severely tampered with.
0: Yeah, I would, yeah, I would love to. First of all, I mean, I think we all went through the phase where, like, we wanted to be detectives before we learned that you had to become a cop first. Yeah, and, no. If, yeah. if,
1: If I could be a detective without being a cop, I'd be pretty good.
0: (laughs) That's what I would do. I would just, I'd walk in. I want to be
1: like Sherlock, doing cocaine, solving mysteries. And
0: just constantly fighting the police. Yeah. Um,
1: I want to be against the cops, but I want to be solving murders.
0: Well, I just like the idea of me as a detective, like just destroying every crime scene I come into because I'm just (laughs) smoking as I walk in. And they're like, please, this is, please, we cannot do this again. You're not
1: even, you're smoking weed you're literally like have a
0: hole <laughs> I'm not even smoking a cigarette I'm just okay guys here's what I think happened like, uh, and just you get arrested
1: at every crime scene
0: progressively doing harder and harder drugs like by the end of it I'm just walking in doing fentanyl like, <laughs> Um, but yeah so I don't want to talk too much about my LA trip uh, We will. we can do a more in-depth discussion of it Later, but it, it, I did draw inspiration from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in that this is mostly a uh, it's a Romana clef, if you would uh, to use a uh, a French phrase that I think I'm using properly. Um, most of the things I mention in it are true, but also most of them are exaggerated to the point of fiction. And I'm very excited uh, to oh. to delve into this own horrific portrait of my mind yesterday.
1: That um, that it's always exciting.
0: Um. Let's see.
1: Right when the Bang energy drink and Benadryl oh. wear off,
0: let's oh, reflect oh, on what no. you've done. Ethan just. I know that it was a
1: good fit. I saw.
0: I'm just gonna respond to say like, "I you think you're joking? I guess, you uh, not.
1: <laughs> right as we're recording this, uh, Ethan said in our Discord, "Matt going to Hollywood and immediately writing his own version of Little Saint Wayne is a good fit."
0: Stay tuned. Okay. And
1: I <laughs> wish it was a bit. It's not <laughs> quite do Spider-Man doing Pizzagate. But. Yeah, it's
0: not quite Spider-Man Pizzagate, which is a very good tweet. I um, I also like that uh, none of our listeners can ever tell uh, who's writing what on the Dog Zones Twitter. Oh, um,
1: yeah. When you posted the picture and you're like, who is who? And so I was like, this tweet reeks of Jillian. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh.
0: He's <laughs> like, leave Matt alone. Yeah, so I just liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just like to say uh, to all the listeners out there, if you ever see a tweet bullying me, if it's bullying me for something other than my trip to Los Angeles, I'm the one who wrote it. Um, it's,
1: it's usually Matt.
0: Oh, I also another thing I did on the LA trip. I started just um, messaging brands from the Doug Zone account.
1: I, um, yeah, I saw the talkies one. Good shout.
0: Yeah, I, uh yeah, so I messaged talkies. I said, we'll do an ad read on our podcast for a lower price than any other shows around. I've seen your advertisements. You guys need all the help you can get. Audio mediums <laughs> are the future. Um, oh, God. And I also messaged Dr. Pepper and said, I will do an ad read on my podcast for $3,000. And neither of them have responded. But, you know, we'll, uh...
1: We'll keep keep you updated on that.
0: We'll start doing I'm gonna one of these days I'm just gonna sit down and just really just blaze through every brand I can think of. Um, that's gonna be
1: pretty pretty good.
0: I also that I've started just um blocking every company that like every like verified Ad. promoted tweet that yeah, comes up so on that my way main. You'll
1: just get unhinged promoted yeah, tweets. Yeah, I get like the insane mm-hmm.
0: promoted tweets, and that's always fun. <laughs> I really enjoy it. Um So we've talked for almost 20 minutes now without addressing the Doug and Lindsay Ellis-shaped elephant in the room. Uh,
1: Let's call it a lipstick alligator in the
0: room. (laughs) Yeah, the the big-lipped alligator in the room. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, which is to say, I... Well, first of all, just guilty confession, listeners. I fell asleep... Pretty much immediately after starting to watch this video.
1: Because his family decided. February 1st, Thanksgiving part two. Yeah,
0: we did We did a mini Thanksgiving. Admittedly, I co-signed this. I wanted to do mini Thanksgiving. No, I it's helped.
1: great. If anybody ever offers Thanksgiving, I'm not going to say no. Yeah,
0: I mean, that was basically my I thought. My mom was like, all right, so here's a couple like meal ideas. What do you think sounds best? I saw mini Thanksgiving. I was like, hell yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I load myself up with trip defense. I'm just gorging my way through a turkey um and then i go upstairs and i look and just start this video and the nostalgia chick aka Lindsay ellis appears in the video and i my last thought is just like i feel sick and i just i fell asleep about six minutes into this video um so this is doug walker's review of fern gully
1: yeah it is
0: what do you? Doug f- Walker
1: and Lindsay Ellis's
0: and Lindsay, yeah, of course. I it's it's never... both of them.
1: And let me tell you, you can tell that Doug did not write this one alone. Yeah, it's this script was punched up.
0: Yeah, it was. It's very interesting because it's, it's
1: not good.
0: It's not good. I but don't want
1: you to think that when I say they punched it up, they took it from bad to good. No, no, no. There's just more misses.
0: Yeah, they took it from bad to spectacular. Like it is a um, <laughs> this. It's so interesting because it's. I don't know. It's just more. Is the only way I can describe yeah, it. <laughs> there's
1: the jokes are pretty. There's a few okay ones. Yeah, but the hit ratio is the same. There's just more.
0: Yeah, I um, my I think the joke that I heard that I actually quite enjoyed, especially because it was topical. Was there a complaint about the uh, Robin Williams bat rap? Uh, wait, hang on. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Did you watch Ferngully as a child? No. You haven't seen Ferngully? I
1: have not. Have you seen Ferngully?
0: Of course I've seen Ferngully. I had a childhood. Goodness. Uh, it's.
1: The music look, is bumping, though. Yeah, I was
0: going to say. I'm not going to say Fern it's a
1: The soundtrack?
0: Okay, yeah. They
1: complain about it, it kind of bangs.
0: Okay, I fell asleep before I... Do they talk about the song that Tim Curry's Evil Sludge Pile sings? Um, Oh, Toxic Love? Yeah.
1: Yeah, they do. They don't like it.
0: That song, fire. I just completely unrelated to this, listened to it last week. Because it came up in conversation. And I was like, oh, that song goes so hard. So I re-listened to it. I was like, yeah.
1: Every song that they played clips of, aside from, like, one, I was like, no, this bangs. They are incorrect.
0: No, the Ferngully soundtrack goes way harder than it has to, because the movie itself is, well, it's it's not great. It's it's not as bad as they say, but it's it's nothing special. Um, I love that
1: what they're upset about is that it has a message. Yeah, they're, they're like, how dare this be they, pro environment? Yeah,
0: they are furious that Ferngully's message is, don't cut down trees. <laughs> um they
1: are mad about it
0: i'm reading the lorax this shit is fucked like you hear what dr seuss had to say i love the idea of canceling dr seuss not for like
1: for being like a communist and yeah an not environmentalist. for the racist yeah not for Be the like,
0: racist book Be like this man wanted to save the trees that is not acceptable for today's children
1: <laughs> the lorax wanted to stand in the way of the invisible hand of capitalism <laughs>
0: Yeah, the the
1: invisible hand of the free market better bitch slap the Lorax. The
0: Lorax fighting Adam Smith to the death. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, I would like to just before I forget, n- note the one the, the one joke that genuinely I enjoyed was um, that they talk about the Robin Williams rap because Robin Williams plays a bat that like side note was M K Ultra. That song is horrifying when you actually listen to it because oh, the yeah, lyrics. are... You know, it's like, it's like Robin Williams just going like, you know, I witnessed all of my friends die. I will never outlive the horrors I have seen. Zip, zap, zop, baby. Like, it's an insane song. But uh, also,
1: like, they complain about the song that's about the wanting to eat the guy. (laughs) That song, while weirdly sexual, still bangs. Yeah,
0: it goes. I mean, Toxic Love is also weirdly. weirdly. All the
1: songs in this are either like, sound like they're about the Holocaust. Or, like, about fucking.
0: Yeah. Which
1: and, uh, every song is either about the Holocaust uh, or say. about
0: fucking. <laughs> um,
1: Name one song that doesn't.
0: I don't want to play this game. I feel like there's no way I can avoid getting myself in trouble. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, so, anyway, they described the Robin Williams rap as being like listening to m performed by an m&m while taking part in hardcore SNM, and yeah uh, which is to say it's annoying bad for you and extremely painful which i i liked that one that one got a laugh out of me i am not too proud to admit it it wasn't a wholehearted laugh it was more of like a semi-conscious chuckle as i
1: Lindsay Ellis also does a de- the delivery of one of these jokes it's not the joke itself not bad the delivery is pretty solid the Naming her Krista is a great name. What a wasp family oh, would yeah. give to a child to make their child unique or whatever. Yeah, that one was
0: good. That was I, look. I am always down for anti wasp comments. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they they did nine eleven. They're pretty much all evil except for my girlfriend, who I love. Um, well, actually, no, she's not Protestant. She's, no, she's, she's Catholic. Safe. Yeah, she's safe. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyway.
1: They also dissed the Tarzan soundtrack in this.
0: Yeah, we were like, unfortunately, Tarzan got got stuck with Phil Collins. Collins. Yeah, which, another awful music take by the critic. I'm shocked that the man who didn't like Pink Floyd's The Wall has bad music tastes. But, yeah, just going like, yeah, Phil Collins, probably the, I'm... I'm going to come out and say it. The greatest accomplishment of Phil Collins' musical career, the Tarzan soundtrack. It's like, so nah, good. It's bad. <laughs> I don't like it's this. It's bad and
1: I don't like it.
0: Yeah, I'm mad that they got Phil Collins for this. Um, I wish they
1: got someone else.
0: Yeah, I wish they got someone good, like Eminem or that one guy from Slipknot. Um, but
1: <laughs> Any of the guys from Slipknot. Give me the drummer.
0: <laughs> Any of the guys from Slipknot. But, um... Yeah, so hang on. Let's let's go back to the beginning. Uh, let's back it up. We'll address Lindsay Ellis' appearance as the Nostalgia Chick. Because this is, like, right after the Nostalgia Chick got picked up. Um,
1: that makes or, sense. They want to bring the new talent in with someone established.
0: Yeah, exactly. Put They're over like, right, the new
1: talent. Very yeah, let's boost thing.
0: someone in the network. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of her costume in general, just when she first appears? I don't get it. Like, I, I
1: get it. Because, like, bow tie tie. haha.
0: Yeah. So she's wearing... I'll just describe it. She's wearing, like, a blazer over a blouse. And she just has a bow tie around her neck. Um, And
1: is wearing pigtails.
0: She's wearing pigtails. And, oh, oh yeah. Also, it's not an actual bow tie. It's very clearly a clip-on bow tie. So I do like the, you know, the implication that she also cannot tie a tie. And
1: then for... Well, absolutely not. And then, well, tie a bow tie is hard. I don't know how to do that. I can I, tie a tie. I can't tie a bow tie. Yeah,
0: I've tied my own bow tie like once or twice because I had to do it for a um, uh, was it choir? No, they gave us clip on ones. I don't remember the context. I had to wear a bow tie. I hated every second of it, uh, and I was so bad. It looked, it was pathetic. Anyway, continue, That's please. Rough. So I don't have to think about the bow tie that I tied.
1: And then she switches into uh, whenever she actually comes on screen with. The Nostalgic Critic. She's wearing like this weird gray cowl neck sweater, so like she has much less of an established costume. Yeah. Right. But the pigtails and the bow tie seem to be the constants. Yeah,
0: which and I is, don't get it. Yeah, I don't get the combo. Very weird that that's what we go for.
1: Like I, I get the bow tie. I yeah. understand the bow tie. Are the Even pigtails in, every time, or is that just a, this I, thing?
0: Anytime I can think of seeing Lindsay Ellis, she's, she's wearing pigtails? the pigtails which little weird, I don't love that. But um, you know,
1: don't uh, love seeing Doug Walker next to a girl in pigtails.
0: Yeah, it's well, I'll just say, you know, I'm the vibes aren't good. Uh, <laughs> just think back on other things we've said about Doug Walker, maybe things that people close to us have alleged about Doug Walker. Uh and then come to your own conclusions.
1: Think about the reason Lindsay Ellis left Chan Lawson. Yeah, just hmm.
0: think about it all. Hmm. Um they also this this review is it's bad. I I don't know why I keep getting surprised by that, but I didn't like this review. I think they they come in swinging, which literally. is to say they describe them. Yeah, they literally
1: oh, yeah. come in swinging. Yeah,
0: they which is they they fight each other physically.
1: They Fight each other to the point where. Doug Walker does the "Why are you hitting yourself?" gag. Yeah,
0: they do the "Why are you hitting yourself?" gag. My personal favorite gag that Doug does in their fight is he has her in a headlock and just calls her a whore. Oh, <laughs> I don't yeah. you noticed that? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I did notice that, and I was like, the tone that they're setting for this is confusing. Yeah,
0: he like has her in a headlock and is just like screaming "whore" at the top of his lungs, which is, I mean, I don't know what to take. Watching Doug from it.
1: Walker. This girl who's in pigtails, he has her in a chokehold and is just screaming a whore at her. I oh
0: yeah, and, I mean you know let us you know in her defense, Lindsay gets some hits in. She uh she yeah. clocks Doug a couple times, and it's very much you know a like just oh why whoever wins we both we lose you know it's very alien versus predator. Uh, it's
1: very Freddy who is who. Versus Jason. Draw your
0: own conclusions. Um, but
1: it's very Freddy versus Jason. Yeah,
0: or yeah. Freddy versus Jason. Um. Who would be Freddie in this scenario? Who's Jason? Because obviously no, Doug, Doug Walker is predator. Freddy. We know that. Okay, Doug Walker's Freddy. Yeah. One, I, oh yeah. Hat. yeah. Yeah. Hat. Two.
1: It haunts me in my dreams.
0: Yeah. Three. Pedophile. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we're three for three. Um,
1: we, we got it. And yeah. Jason is obviously Lindsay Ellis because he wears a mask and. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, my uh. We we recently we sat Izzy down and we made her watch the uh, Are you did you follow the Dream controversy at all The you know he's like a
1: oh yeah yeah child Minecraft YouTuber he
0: made so he made a video called the Mask which was about ADHD which is. So funny every time I watch it. Um, we made her sit down and watch the. It's full It's very video.
1: like you know, whenever we were little on the Disney Channel, where they were convincing us that Bella Thorne was going to die because she was dyslexic. Yeah,
0: yeah, oh, I remember those videos. She's there, and then her inspiring story. She's like, and now I'm reading a full grade above my reading level, and then she like closes the book dramatically. Oh that, oh that brought back. And memories. look at her now. Did and so much good now. for her? He's grifting on OnlyFans. What what is so Bella glad Thorne doing? She
1: can. Um, she's in bad horror movies now. All right. Well, hey, she was in her. the babysitter where she complains about getting shot in the tit. All
0: right, so she's doing all right. She's basically <laughs> on Zendaya's level, is what you're telling me. Um, sure. She's, <laughs> you know, she does have like 25
1: film. million Instagram followers.
0: <sighs> <laughs> Good grief! Yeah, let's let's check in on Bella Thorne's Instagram, everybody. It's What's she just up to?
1: fat music. Okay.
0: Oh, she's a musician now.
1: She's doing music uh, and movies, it seems like.
0: Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, this is very interesting.
1: Didn't she, wasn't OnlyFans like thing, how if you, uh, like her OnlyFans were just pictures that were on her Instagram?
0: Yeah, her OnlyFans were just like slightly suggestive pictures that she had already posted to Instagram, um, which is very funny. Oh, she's also like still posting as though she's an OnlyFans person, though. Uh, she you,
1: still has an OnlyFans.
0: Okay, yeah, because she posted, like, what'd you Here's ask Santa fans. for this year? I bet it was me, and, like, pictures of her doing sexy poses with a Santa hat. Ooh, don't like that one. There's one where she's just holding a little tag that says, to daddy, I do not like... <laughs> I don't like this at all. This is... Wow, this is awful. Um, yeah, I just can't stop scrolling. Um, mm-hmm. I discovered that another one of my friends from high school has, like, a TikTok where the whole bit is like acting like a child and dressing up sexy, you know oh, that. I,
1: oh God!
0: There's a couple friends that I have from high school. I'm I'm in a group chat with actually one of the people who threatened to block me over my trip to L.A. on the Doug zones account, where we just, we just send <laughs> we basically all it is is just us sending TikToks from people we know and talking shit. Like, look at this. This is disgusting. I'm horrified by it. But anyway, uh, that was the vibe I'm getting.
1: It's that exactly, but parasocial yeah.
0: when I look through Bella Thorne's Instagram. Um,
1: we okay, got really also, hey, Matt, I don't know if you made it this far. Did you know that Lindsay Ellis can play the accordion?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you
1: didn't make it that far to the I video, did, did, not did you? Make it that Lindsay far. Ellis plays the accordion.
0: But what is the timestamp on that?
1: <laughs> um, it's around, let me find where it is. <coughs>
0: Oh, that's that's incredible. It's when they're um,
1: complaining about the song about eating. Him. Okay,
0: yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, this. <laughs> I am... I'm dying. Um,
1: yeah, you found it? Around the 10-minute mark?
0: Yeah, this is... Wow.
1: And it's a full <gasps> okay, quotient, um, and it's about the size of her.
0: Yeah, that's... I don't like this at all. Um, <laughs> just this episode is just one <laughs> one discovery that causes me dismay after another <laughs> this i think is a um,
1: dismaying episode of the Doug zone so far yeah.
0: i just remember like waking up i was like 15 minutes late to our recording because i had fallen asleep and i just remember like looking at and like autoplay was on so i was like 10 nostalgia critic videos.
1: Deep.
0: And I, I, I sat up and I was like, oh, what is happening? You can't um, be
1: tripping on nostalgia critic. Oh, it was like you it was, can't. A
0: terrible experience. Is but, us
1: watching dog Doug videos off mic like tripping, like getting high on your own supply?
0: I think it is. Or it's like
1: Or is it self harm?
0: it might be that <laughs> Um But yeah, I yeah, I think that's what it qualifies as, you know, emotional. Um I just, the worst thing about it is that it's never the most damaging thing that I do to my oh, brain in a given week.
1: I don't know if you've scrolled through the comments at all. It's all just people horny for Lindsay Ellis.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Hang on. Let's, let's take a look. <laughs> I don't know why I'm sad by this.
1: Nostalgic chick is kind of cute. And I loved that head slam into the desk, LOL. She's oh, even more gorgeous no. now.
0: Oh no. Okay. <laughs> hey, oh no. Uh, Okay, yeah, hang on. First of all, this correct comment from Redwood the Elf. Tim Curry's Toxic Love almost made the movie worth watching. That except without yeah. the almost. It's a great song. It's a banger. Uh, stream Toxic Love, everybody. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, this I This guy that.
1: whose name is a hero that doesn't know what protect means says, the more I look at her, the more I think she's kind of hot.
0: Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I'm looking at that those eyes and those lips. I don't know, man. Dot dot dot. Fifty one likes on this comment from five years ago. And yeah, that's that's rough. I just added a dislike to that one. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thank God I wasn't the only one who thought this. Oh, are you... what did I need you to look at? Randall Flagg's comment. Um, Relax. it's 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 reply to oh. smokebomb.exe's nostalgia chick is kind of cute.
1: The she in thirty nine. Yeah, def she
0: def. ampersand <laughs> number thirty nine semicolon s definitely kind of. Hey, uh, look at that!
1: That's edited.
0: Yeah, <laughs> ampersand
1: woodhead cla- slam out of ten.
0: <laughs> yeah, wood heads, Yeah, wood slam head out of ten. Dem eyes dot dot dot. Um
1: five years ago edited
0: yeah bow ties are cool comments all around man wow these are if she's a feminist (laughs) you're probably right says smoke bomb this is the only
1: one where she doesn't wear a titty top
0: i'm i don't know what that means (laughs) Uh, i don't like it though uh
1: this is Lindsay Ellis. She makes some solid video essays. Somebody that's in the same comment thread.
0: It's three months ago. He commented this right before she left the internet.
1: Oh, he's probably in a bad place right now. Uh, it's... Hey, i4 guy eight seventy-two YTP. Hope you're doing all right, buddy.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna reply and just uh, I'm not logged in from the Doug sounds account later tonight. Uh. Just go in and be back for this. Yeah, I'll just be like, I hope you're okay. Um, let's see. I actually like this movie, I grew up with it, and to be honest, I still am.
1: This person, uh, says, I can only imagine how much fun this was for Nostalgia Critic and Nostalgia Chick to film, and I don't like the tone of that one.
0: Yeah, I frankly. I do not want to imagine how fun this was for them to film. Personally, I, I
1: don't. I don't want to think about what they did before or after filming
0: yeah, this. That would be really weird. Like it's, I cannot imagine the energy of just those two sitting in a room hanging out.
1: I don't like it.
0: Preparing, and especially to when they
1: were threatening to like beat each other up. That energy must have been bizarre.
0: Yeah, when you're recording that episode, because yeah, it's worth. Yeah, so when Lindsay Ellis first appears, she's like in her room. Like, she's just, like, spliced in. So, uh-huh. Doug so is, I like... So, I thought it was
1: going to edit it back and forth when yeah. I saw that.
0: Yeah, so that's what I was expecting, too. So,
1: like, good fake-out.
0: Yeah, but it's also, it's weird, because that means, you know, they had to, like, record those first segments just in their own room. So, for some reason, the idea of, like, Lindsay Ellis going, like, why don't you come over here and make me? And stop recording. <laughs> okay, now to edit that clip before I drive to Doug's house. like I don't like it. <laughs> bad vibes.
1: The vibes are just rancid.
0: Yeah, this, this episode is just the bad vibe one. I know most of our episodes don't have great vibes. This one's...
1: Most of our episodes or most of his episodes? Um, you yeah, know, I'm going to leave our... what I said. <laughs> We're a reflection
0: Yeah, of what yeah, we, we consume. Yeah, we are a conduit. You know, Much we like nearly... Doug,
1: we desperately want to make our own art, but we cannot have <laughs> to rely on others.
0: The Doug Zone is like uh, alcohol, you know? We don't really change what we get, we just amplify whatever it is and make it more apparent. <laughs> Hang on, let me find the... Listening what... to the
1: Doug Zone is a lot like being on shrooms, you know? If you're already in a good headspace, you're going to have fun. But if one bad thing is happening in your life, this might send you into a spiral.
0: Yeah, okay. Hang on. Let me find the – where is it? Uh, yeah, okay. I found the um the J.R.R. Tolkien quote. I This is slightly paraphrased, but it's – um it just – I came across it this week and just thought to myself, this is Doug Walker. Uh, which is to say, uh, <clears throat> evil cannot create anything new. It can only corrupt and ruin what good forces have invented or made. Uh, and yeah, I think that's Doug Walker.
1: Oh, oh, I, <laughs> I found another thread in the comments there, stick over.
0: No, how bad <laughs> this is this one? This one is
1: so much worse. Oh. The original comment. My goodness, nostalgic chick is so damned adorable. Like, she's like so cute, it hurts my heart. Is this what a crush feels like? Uh. And then someone responds, uh, more sickening, just watch her. It's so damn cute watching her try not to laugh. I just want to eat her up. And then this man replies and goes, yes, but she is a feminazi, so unless you are a woman, you have no chance. <laughs> and those so first cute. three comments are each a year apart. Now, after that, (laughs) someone responds, you do know she's pushing 40 now and was pushing 30 here. And the original guy responds.
0: Wait, the guy who commented it like several years prior. (laughs)
1: Yeah, 30 years ago. Responds one (laughs) years ago and says, and so am I. You think my goofy crush comment made me a teenager or something? Are you saying 30-something women can't possibly be cute or adorable?
0: I I'm not on anyone's side in this exchange. It's literally just like Lindsay Ellis fighting the nostalgia critic. I'm just watching it. Like I want you all to lose. This is awful. Um, Oh, the other, the other thing they say about Krista, I forgot to mention this earlier. Um, because we got distracted talking about the fight choreography, uh, is Doug describes her before they make the wasp comment, which is good. He calls her Tinkerbell's slutty friend, She's Which,
1: not dressed. I didn't like, like
0: that. It's bad. I'm like,
1: don't, don't. Just, a, she's,
0: she's dressed a, almost exactly the same as yeah. Tinkerbell. It's just that it's her just dress like color is
1: color swapped. Tinkerbell.
0: Yeah, the color palette is different, and one of her shoulders isn't covered. Like Doug is unironically doing the school board dress code shoulders thing. Shoulders
1: aren't covered.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. Tinker, Tinkerbell's dress is strapless, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't seen Peter Pan in forever.
1: Yeah, Tinkerbell's dress is strapless and shorter than this one.
0: It's so strange. Hmm. Yeah, look at that. It is. <laughs> I just looked up Tinkerbell on Google Images. Um Let's take a look at our Disney wiki page. What have we got here? Wow, this is a long wiki. I'm actually not going to read this. This is a you said,
1: actually this, this is, is a
0: daunting is... read. <laughs> like Yeah, here because the contents it's the table of contents requires me to scroll to see it all. That's not a good sign. Um See, what else have we got here, though? Character information. Other names Tink, Miss Bell, Little Miss Fair Parts.
1: What? Oh, oh. I don't no. like that at all. I don't like that at all either. That's.
0: That. Evil good. vibes from that one. That scares me. Um,
1: I don't know what that means, but I don't like one bit yeah. of it.
0: Likes tinkering. Okay, makes sense. Finding lost things, fixing. So, Peter Pan. Uh,
1: I'm taking. In one of my classes this year, we were watching a video. It was like a documentary from the 90s called like Child of Rage.
0: Oh, okay. Which sounds
1: like a horror mixtape. Like yeah. it sounds like a gore mixtape that you would find on 4chan. But no. Yeah. It's this documentary about this girl who has reactive attachment disorder, I think. And so basically she's just like completely emotionally cut off. And she keeps like reliving her trauma onto other people. So she's like touching her little brother and stuff. And the teacher is like, that was a little dark now, wasn't it, guys? Now let's talk about where she is now because she's in a really good place. And then we looked a little further into it. And yeah, she's in a good place. The therapist was the lady who was doing the rebirthing things where they like put the blankets over it and a child suffocated. Yeah,
0: like the one where they like murdered a child.
1: Yeah, so that was her therapist. It just happened to work for her. So we were like, "Oh, well this is dark. At least she's okay, I guess." And I was like, and I raised my hand. And I was like, "Do you know if the she still has any contact with her brother or like what her brother's doing because he w- was like in the same situation and got molested by his older sister." And she goes, "Oh yeah, let's just look it up." He is currently in a maximum security prison. 32 <laughs> years in, to a life sentence for child human trafficking.
0: Wow. Okay. I, okay, but
1: that and is she was like this is this is a film that and it, I'm gonna tell you it gives hope to people with this disorder you know and that's, just everyone around her had their lives ruined
0: that's so funny, um also I mean, what a little brother move right? you go like, well you know my my little my, my little
1: sister touched me yeah, I better uh touch every child
0: yeah, it's like yeah, my you know you know my older sibling uh you know was a pedophile, molested me, okay, well, I'm gonna show her up. I'm going to become Jeffrey Epstein for the middle class, everybody. Like, middle
1: class Epstein would be such a good sitcom.
0: Oh, oh my god. It's the same it's he's like He's having
1: yeah. to do like he's having to do all this like human trafficking but without any of the resources. Yeah,
0: it's it's, so like, it's just
1: like a joke where he's like hot wiring oh my your car. Breaking
0: bad but for pedophiles. Like breaking bad <laughs> but for Epstein. It's like it's just that he's like a genius pedophile who's stuck teaching high school.
1: <laughs> he no, goes to
0: he goes to Epstein's no, he's party. Teaching he, like, in
1: like college, he's like yeah. an adjunct college professor. Oh yeah, because so he's, cause he's, not he's not surrounded by adults. Kids. Yeah, yeah it's
0: you know it's like the scene in Breaking Bad where he's like he meets up with his successful friend and he's like oh yeah I teach and like oh what college and he goes uh, high school actually it's that but he's there and he's like he's talking to like the rich and successful pedophiles. <laughs> like oh what do you do he's like oh, I I teach actually like oh, they're like what nice. elementary school he goes, actually it's a college and they're like oh oh okay okay. Oh.
1: So Doctor now yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I would also like Mister- to know uh on Tinkerbell's uh just dislikes, first of all, it's Rivals for Peter's affections, pirates, her own wide hips, being trapped in small spaces. And are you ready for this last one? Banishment. Yeah, I- <laughs> y'all
1: might be Joker. I think I'm Tinkerbell. Yeah,
0: so, yeah I hate it when I get banished. Um <laughs>
1: My worst fear, being banished. I think that would be bad for me.
0: Yeah, her her powers and abilities are flight and enhanced inventing and forging, which does not that's sound- That's pretty sick. Yeah, that sounds like a-, like a Oh yeah, f- that's
1: like in the extended universe. Yeah, it's that's Inker like- Bell EU.
0: It feels like when you like level up in Fallout, it's like, yeah, your inventing <laughs> and forging has been enhanced. Like- why is Tinkerbell doing this? She,
1: but, well, that's where she put her skill points.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I would love to watch Tinkerbell's Bell. That's why she's tree. called
1: Tinkerbell. That's, have you never seen the other Tinkerbell movies, Matt?
0: No, I remembered it. And I think that's she, actually where yeah. Little Miss Spare Parts came from. I hate it still, but I think it came it's from her bad. being a Tinker fairy. It sounds
1: like something middle-class Epstein would call someone. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, his plug. Um, but, <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um man I'm we got completely sidetracked by middle class oh Epstein. Was... Um okay wait before we move on what would we call middle class Epstein? What's the name of the show here? I'm trying to figure it out. Um I'm trying to work something off of like mm-hmm. home improvement you know that's like the middle class oh, okay, show, okay. right? Maybe like dome improvement and it's like in parentheses <laughs> the dome on Epstein's temple. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Maybe Three it's
1: halfman?
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> i think here's what it is let's let's tweak middle class epstein uh so instead <laughs> of like being unrelated to epstein he's the guy who works at epstein's temple and he's always oh. trying to get in on the child sacrifices but they won't let him because he's not rich enough
1: oh so it's okay like, okay
0: yeah you know it's like hijinks ensue it's kind of like an it's always sunny type situation he's always trying He's to,
1: the dwight true
0: yeah he yeah he's the dwight he's the try hard <laughs> everybody hates him but honestly, at the end of the day, he's the one who gets things done around the office. Um, <laughs> yeah, side note. I saw a tweet a while ago where it was like, maturing is realizing that Dwight is the coworker you would prefer to have. Which, yeah, I agree. I'm not a big office guy, but I, I if I was in an office, I would much rather have a slightly weird employee who cares about his job than like an emotionally stunted man-child who's constantly pranking random people around the office and hitting on the secretary. But that's... Actually, talking
1: about everyone else in that show.
0: That's an excellent
1: point. Yeah, yeah. That's here. Hot take. You talking about Michael? You talking about?
0: Yeah, hot take. I would not like to work in the office from the office. I I know many disagree with me on that, but I'm saying actually not a great workplace.
1: I can't wait for when we get successful to make for us to make like a podcast studio, but it's modeled exactly after the office, (laughs) so you can be upset.
0: We're taking applications for a Michael Scott now, everybody. Um,
1: That's Coach.
0: are you kidding
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're joking right
0: well i i was i watched casablanca with my family um and it coach literally just is rick in that movie it's so funny like he he would say things in the movie and i was like coach has said these exact words before (laughs) um so you know coach when you're listening you are exactly like rick from casablanca um enjoy uh Let's see. What else have we got in this video? Cuz I normally I say that when I'm trying to remember things. This is me genuinely asking, what else happens in this video?
1: They just hate the music so much.
0: It's so, it's the best part of the movie.
1: It's That's that's one of the they make they make some homophobic jokes about like fighting over who can be the most feminine man. They okay. recreate the romantic moment in the movie where their hands glow. Oh, two of them. no. Yeah, that was bad for me.
0: I know that Doug wrote that one into the script. I just, I don't even have to ask. That's, oh, I don't like it.
1: Where they like stare into each other's eyes and smile.
0: Hang on, let me. Okay, I'm looking at the. And
1: then she says, now you're pregnant, which isn't oh, great.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs>
1: and he freaks out. Which like don't love that.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait. But side note, I looked up the lyrics to the bat song because, like I said, I don't think they they sell it enough. How it just this song is horrifying. Their complaint is that it's annoying. My complaint, even when I was a little kid, I was watching the movies like, yo, this is a little fucked up. <laughs> like this is terrible because the bat is like an escaped test like, subject.
1: Oh my god.
0: Uh, and for compl- what? Everything basically. No, like, no, no.
1: He's he, oh, wait. He's did they?
0: oh yeah right I don't like it um
1: where was he in 2019 yeah
0: (laughs) yeah, it's wild that Fern Gully in Fern Gully Robin Williams looks at the camera and says I'm going to create the COVID-19 epidemic Um, I'm going to
1: create the novelty SARS
0: yeah I'm going to create the novel coronavirus um but yeah so anyway their complaint is like oh it's annoying They're trying to make animal testing look bad is the other thing they say, which, yeah, I would hope so. Which, like,
1: is weird Um, because once he goes on a vegetarian rant later.
0: She's like, yeah, no, animal uh, testing is good. You're annoying if you don't like it. Eating meat, on the other hand, that's murder. Fuck (laughs) you. I hope you die. Um, But, yeah, so I found the lyrics to Batty. I'm just going to read a small selection here. Go Um, ahead. I've been brain fried, electrified, injected, and injected. Was this bat
1: mkultra
0: I So this. the reason that it came up in conversation uh, when I was on vacation was I said, like, isn't it weird that that bat just sings about MKUltra happening to him? And then yeah. the movie moves on. But yeah, and then he says, I've been vivisected and fed pesticides. My face is cut up. My radar is all shut up. Nurse, I need a checkup from the neck up. That's just the first verse. And it just...
1: Those are bars, first of all. Like, no, no, no. This is better than anything Eminem's written in the past 10 years. Yeah, I
0: mean, it helps. I mean, Robin Williams is just an incredible performer. They called him a little bit annoying. I disagree. I love him in everything he has ever been in, even the bad movies. put
1: into, like, a straight up gangster rap. Like, (laughs) someone remix this for me. Yeah, hey, listen,
0: we've got some musical listeners out there. Someone make, like, just, (laughs) I want just, like, a New York 90s rap version of this song. Yeah it should absolutely oh. yeah they used and abused me battered and bruised me red wires green wires stuck them right through me so hear That's... my baddie word and exercise a little prudence when dealing with humans hey
1: matt how does it feel that this bat was directly involved with like operation Paperclip?
0: yeah this bat yeah nazi scientists experimented <laughs> on this bat actually yeah did you uh did you look at all have you read it all so there was a did you ever read the silverwing books no those books, okay. So those books go so hard, but they um they follow like a little uh, silver winged bat on his journey to migrate. Um, it's like three books. They're really good, and they were like the first like animal experimentation books I read as a kid uh, because they but take not place. The yeah, but not the last, unfortunately. Never
1: the last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, I always think it's the last, and they keep drawing me back in. Yeah,
0: just when I think I'm out, but yeah. So, um, <laughs> there were several wars where people would basically like. Tra- they tried to train bats to, like, fly explosives into buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's
1: like the anti-tank dogs.
0: Yeah. but So, yeah, it's literally like the anti-tank dogs. Yeah. Um, and the books get insane because, like, they start interacting with, like, those giant vampire bats that live in South America, which just live inside an Aztec temple and try to, like, use their death cult to destroy that the sun. In,
1: is this, like, a YA Novel. yeah it was
0: clearly written for children it's just okay
1: okay yeah because this sounds like every like ya trilogy that they were clearly asked to write another book and they're like, yeah, it's I, like
0: nah
1: <laughs> i don't fucking know there's war
0: yeah it's just i just it's remember weird like, metaphor
1: about communism I, don't yeah, know. I
0: was just like a child reading this like book and then all of a sudden because like the first book is pretty much just like he gets separated from his family he meets like a fruit bat And they journey together. They have to fight an owl at one point. Um, Because in the lore, bats are forced to fly around at night. Because when the birds and the mammals went to war in the before times, bats remained neutral. The
1: Great Emu War.
0: Yeah. When the the Great Emu War happened, bats (laughs) remained neutral because they were both mammals and they could fly like birds. And because of this, when the war was settled, they were banished to the nighttime. Which... Doesn't make much sense because both birds Bare, and mammals just like
1: take her back can yet. fly. Fear yeah. banishment. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but um, so I, you know, as I say that out loud, I realize that is exactly the same as what the church taught about black people until like the seventies, where they were like, yeah, they can't really be part of the church because they were neutral in the war in heaven. Um,
1: is that what Mormons thought until the seventies?
0: Well, so it wasn't what they explicitly thought. So interesting mm-hmm. little little bit of history. Um, please, but- I
1: love I love. The, all the Mormons that have started following me on Instagram, this one's for you. That is
0: so funny. I don't know why. I, um, think,
1: I think people I graduated with from high school are coming back from their missions.
0: Oh, so they're all like making their accounts and stuff? They're
1: all reactivating accounts, and a couple of them followed me, and then I probably started popping up and recommended.
0: Yeah. But interesting. I'm a um, wild
1: choice for a Mormon to follow Yeah, I was going to say, you're an
0: interesting Mormon follower. I mean, your feed is... Tame-ish.
1: My feet um, isn't insane, but like I yeah. do have bright green hair and dress like a goth. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say, like you as a person, interesting follow for a Mormon. But the Instagram, yeah. I, I can see it. Your Twitter on the other—that starts blowing up in Mormon spaces.
1: Oh no! Oh yeah. god! The
0: tides are changing. But the tides uh,
1: are—they yeah, so, uh, come. In- <laughs>
0: yeah. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, so up until, like, the 70s, black people couldn't uh, hold the priesthood, is what it's termed. They weren't, like, yeah, basically— Yeah, that's what,
1: like, men do, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what Isn't the that men like do. like, only men can do is yeah, hold it's the, the priesthood, only men and the women can get married to men that yeah, hold the yeah. priesthood? Women
0: can get married and have children, which we are taught is an equal honor, which seems like a rough bit. But, do, yeah, what yeah. want, but yeah. also, do what you want, but also— but yeah, so anyway, uh, many members theorized, this was never like official canon, but it was theorized in many people that black people were neutral in the war in heaven between Satan and God before uh, we, we all, you know, were born. And that is why they were not allowed to hold the priesthood. They were, you know, given the mark of Cain, as some people said, uh, because, yeah, it turns out it was a rough time, bad, bad vibes. Uh, anyway, stay tuned, everybody, for my forthcoming podcast with Comrade, in which we read a book that takes place entirely during that war in heaven. Because if you thought that was wild...
1: That sounds sick.
0: Yes, you wait. Oh, it is... I'm so uh,
1: excited for this podcast. It's called The
0: Great and Terrible. It is written by a guy who is now, like, a state senator in hey, Utah. Matt,
1: I might just read this on my own.
0: I I honestly, know that you're
1: reading it for a podcast... I might just read.
0: It. I I'll send you the link to like the digital uh, rip of it because it, please, unironically goes pretty hard. Hey, All I'm
1: gonna be reading it like before my shift at work, and people are gonna be like, "What you reading?" And I'm gonna be like,
0: "Mormon." Nothing. Letter. It's especially read? funny because it was obviously it was written for Mormons. He never thought like someone else yeah, would read it.
1: Like my dad loves Christian fantasy books. Like yeah. loves them. And there's a couple good ones, you know. You yeah, got you got Narnias. You got your Narnias in there. Yeah.
0: You have your C.S. Lewis, but more often you have your, uh, you have your chick tracts. you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> but more
1: um, often hmm, you got yeah. your Applegates in there.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Ooh, that was good. Uh, that, one, that one got to me. But anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So it's so funny because it was clearly written for Mormons. And so there's no like explanations as to what's going on because it's just like, yeah, everybody knows. So if know. you
1: read it without the background knowledge of all of Mormonism, it's just baffling.
0: Yeah. So comrade was texting me like, what is happening? What does this mean? And I was like, all right. I forgot you didn't know this. Good luck. Like, um
1: I've done so much research into the history of Mormonism.
0: You haven't I done much. I don't into know the what they believe. I, uh, yeah, I, so,
1: like, I know vaguely.
0: Are you, are you familiar with like the Mormon battalion? This is actually relevant to my, uh,
1: The Mormon Mormon Battalion.
0: Yeah, it's relevant to my California trip. So during the Spanish-American War, uh, this was post-Mormons getting exiled from the state of Missouri, where, just as a fun fact, it was legal to shoot Mormons on sight until like the mid-70s. That's Um, a little
1: fucked up, but also kind of funny.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny. Were people
1: like doing it for sport?
0: Well, when we got kicked out, yeah, they were. Like they were literally just like, it was called the extermination order. It is the only order of its type that has ever been issued against a religious group in american history and i love like- it
1: because from what i've read it was just because mormons were annoying
0: yeah it, it, literally yeah it was just people were like i don't really like these guys well they're
1: kind of annoying let's
0: do a genocide uh and so yeah it's just it's very funny that it happened to my ancestors specifically um <laughs> um <laughs>
1: and it's very funny that your ancestors have been the only one to be genocided because they're annoying yeah my ancestors Not because are- of like some deep-seated racial thing they're just like
0: yeah, my ancestors were like so annoying that they were forced to do the Trail of Tears, even though they were white. Like, but um, but anyway. So during the Spanish American War, Mormons had already been kicked out, so they were a little. A little teed off at the U.S. Little keyed, let's say rightfully so. I would like to add, you know, I might not be Mormon anymore, but I would also
1: no one deserves to get genocide. Yeah, I would
0: prefer it, that there was not an extermination order again. Is it a little bit mental?
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: it's, you know, it's pretty funny, but also let's not do it again, please. Uh, if you're a lawmaker <laughs> listening leave that to this one in podcast, the past. yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, let's let's leave that one in the 1800s. But so anyway, the Spanish-American war rolls around. these guys, they're like out in the plains. They're making their way west to Utah, where they will eventually settle. And the U.S. Army shows up and is like, hey, we're drafting you guys. We need 500 men and women to march down to Santa Fe and establish a perimeter. listen,
1: I know that we have some bad blood in the past. I know we said we could kill you. But like, what if you help us out just this once, homie?
0: So that's literally basically the pitch they made. But they're like, you'd be doing the U.S. a real favor. It'd be
1: solid. And yeah. Will you stop killing us? (laughs) Uh, you know, we'll
0: see. We'll, we'll see how you do. Um, so, um. Clean
1: slate. Let's call it a clean slate. Clean slate.
0: You're Wipe annoying me. again? Eh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to, we'll reset. It's up to you, though, now.
1: You um, knock on my door once and it's fucking over. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh, 500 men and then also several women because they just like were annoyed that their husbands were leaving them in the plane, so they just came along with. Which
1: that's the kind of baddies we need. Yeah,
0: it's pretty funny. A lot
1: of BPD baddies. In yeah, the, I need uh, I need church. a down ass
0: bay like that. I need a bae who will go to war with me if I am if I'm i need a drafted.
1: That has such bad abandonment issues that she will go to war beside me. Yeah,
0: but um, <laughs> anyway, so it ended up uh, the people ended up going because they're basically like, well, maybe they won't kill us anymore if we do this. They'll see that like you they know did what we're also good people. The
1: black people.
0: Yeah, Wait, it's a it's a classic it's, maneuver. That it's we, a
1: classic maneuver of oppressed people being like, "What if I help them?"
0: Just yeah, once? the army has done this so many times where they just like they find a group now. of now. Yeah, they're doing it currently <laughs> with poor people. Okay. As a child of two moms, did you see that ad? It's incredible. We we're basically it's just like this like drone pilot talking about how uh her she has two moms. Um, it's the same I energy as like last year when the CIA did like the thing where the agent talked about having imposter syndrome. Oh, I think about that one. Did you not see that either?
1: No, I don't get these ads, Matt. My ads are different unhinged. Well, no, I think YouTube so... thinks I'm right-wing right now. Oh, yeah. Is...
0: No, I keep getting like promoted. I got one earlier today. Got... You know, tell me yours and then...
1: I got a Fox News documentary promoted to me Ooh. about <laughs> misinformation that the liberals are teaching our children in school. I got an unschooling... Um mm,
0: okay <laughs> have
1: you heard of the movement of unschooling oh i
0: know the movement of unschooling
1: oh yes for those of you who don't know it's basically whenever you pull your child out of school because everything that they need to know they'll just learn from you
0: yeah uh could you imagine if i unschooled my child I would... Oh. Do you
1: know how to read? No, but I can tell you so much about MKUltra. <laughs> Do
0: you know how to read? No, but I can build a pipe bomb blindfolded. Let me tell you. <laughs>
1: Do you know how to read only programmed kill? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I love the idea of like having a child who is a pedophile hunter.
1: Um, like, you raise like a Nazi and pedophile hunter child. Yeah,
0: like he just like carries out a gun and then attempts to get molested so he can kill people. I have
1: only read two books: "Programmed to Kill" and "The Anarchist Cookbook."
0: Uh, good I can
1: make meth and talk to you about how communism might actually not be bad.
0: Has <laughs> he told on Mike? Did she tell it on Mike the story of how she tried to buy me the Anarchist Cookbook? Um, <laughs>
1: I've heard that, yes, Yeah, so is you, illegal to use. Yeah, she hopped you find on Google. It and online. T- that's not it. If you find it yeah. on Amazon, not the one.
0: Yeah, so she like hopped on Google and was just searching like where to purchase Anarchist Cookbook. And then later texted me, she's like, I can't find this book. I am like, Izzy, it's illegal. And also, I already have it. You don't need to do this. Um,
1: it's illegal. And I got you. <laughs> and don't worry. I've
0: got it covered.
1: I'm way ahead of you on this.
0: But but yeah, so anyway, so the Mormon Battalion, they like marched almost a thousand miles, if I recall correctly, from like Arkansas to San Diego. Yeah. And they like helped build the town of San Diego. Much
1: like the pilgrimage you did. Yeah, much like
0: my own pilgrimage from Virginia to Los Angeles. So anyway, we visited a historic site like dedicated to it. We drove down to San Diego for a couple of days. Apparently I had an ancestor who marched out there. Was Um, this
1: your whole family that you were with?
0: Yeah. So for the first couple of days, it was my twin brother and my dad mm-hmm. and I. And then after we finished helping out with the conference, everybody else flew out and then we just were on vacation.
1: Was this like a Mormon conference or a oh, no, conference? No, I forgot to mention.
0: Yeah. I run, uh, I help run AV sometimes in um, oh, okay. yeah, things with my dad. This time I wasn't doing anything so important. I basically was just helping set things up and break things down because it was nice. small. I was just a roadie. It ruled. Um, That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I just got to stay in a nice hotel in LA and lose my mind. Um, but more on that in the bonus episode, listeners. Um, yeah. So anyway, we went out there. It was, it was actually a very interesting exhibit. Uh, it had like, you know, videos with incredibly cheesy acting, which I love. I really. love that. I, I eat that shit up every time, but, um, I, I
1: watch on purpose, like videos of like, do how to doomsday prep that they sent to Jehovah's witnesses.
0: Oh yeah. I go searching so for those. Um, But yeah, so I think my favorite portion was, uh, so there were a couple people who died on the march. They never saw combat.
1: Oh, my favorite part.
0: Yeah. Uh, But a couple people died on the march because they were like, you know, walking through the desert, making a road as they went. Um,
1: Yeah, that tends to do it.
0: Yeah, which if you do that before modern medicine, you're gonna have a couple casualties. But... um, so one of the, char- the whole
1: time they're like, this is like Moses in the desert. Yeah.
0: So one of the characters in the documentary, I mean, not in the documentary, in like the little short film mm-hmm. dramatizing, it dies. And they straight up play like a black and white montage of the scenes he was in before while sad music plays. But because he was a side <laughs> character, they only have two scenes in the montage. So this sad <laughs> music is playing. It's like, a, it's like a sad version of Nearer My God to Thee. And you see him kiss his wife, and then you see him fall ill and get loaded into the, like, the cart. And then it cuts to them burying him. And it's, I could not stop laughing, um, because it was, but I was trying to do it really quietly. And I think genuinely, I think one of the, uh, so they were, they had a set of sister missionaries doing the touring. Um right. And I think one of them like Imagine thought I was this crying. Your mission. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's actually it's pretty interesting the way that they do that. Um, this is just really Mormon facts. The back half of this episode, uh, but uh, similar, they have missionaries generally uh, at, business
1: in the front, Mormon in the back. Yeah,
0: business in the front, <laughs> Mormon in the back. I'm wearing a suit, and then I'm wearing an even more formal suit.
1: I'm um, wearing a suit, and on the back, you can't see it. Yeah, but I'm wearing different underwear. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> but yeah so they uh they also have them at like uh any if you ever visit a mormon temple at like the visitor center there's generally sister missionaries in there and what they do is they for the first i think it's like the first six months of their mission they do that and then they go somewhere else oh um interesting, interesting. yeah genuinely very interesting one of so them is actually for
1: the men too where you do like your first six months uh, doing one thing sometimes or?
0: sister missionaries are more likely to get assigned to those because their okay. missions are a little shorter and also, yeah, frankly, like a
1: year and a half, right?
0: Yeah, and also, frankly, because I think most people are more willing to approach a pretty young Mormon girl than they are to approach like a man in a suit glowering at you, which, <laughs> yeah. yeah, valid.
1: Matt, I want to say that if you ever did like get so far in Mormonism where you went on a mission, if you knocked on my door, I think I could feel the vibes and be like, oh no, what? oh no. <laughs> yeah, Something that's the problem deeply is, that has happened to this man. Yeah, the
0: only people who would answer the door are people who we're matching my vibe. You know, it's like right? the scene in the dark night. where like, he's a paranoid you know the missionaries
1: sch- are just a vibe check. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's like the, the scene in the dark night where he's like, he's a paranoid schizophrenic, the kind of mind that the Joker attracts. <laughs> like that, that would be me every time someone answered the door. Um, but Matt has
1: gotten 50 baptisms this month. What and, the they fuck how? All,
0: and they're all <laughs> evil. Um, <laughs> my sins can be washed away. You say, Sign me up, <laughs> but um, but no, it is always very funny because and at- all
1: of them have just done a mass shooting previously.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> right. wash my sins quickly. Also, like if the police show up, just tell them I'm not here.
1: All of them committed suicide by cop directly after.
0: <laughs> I'm clean. Off I go. Um, yeah. Just a, a sign side note. Just to show that my brain was always warped and evil. I remember when I was getting baptized, like kind of like going, like It'd be pretty funny if I like slipped and cracked my head on the baptismal font as I came out. Um,
1: Intrusive thoughts during baptism is very funny. Well, yeah,
0: because I was thinking, like, they're like, you know, you're you're you've been wiped free of sin, you are fit to enter the kingdom of God, and I like, was like, so this
1: is the only time I'll be literally. That was my son. thought. I was like, well, yeah. this is
0: this is my this chance. Is it. So I was thinking, like, it would be so funny if I like, cracked my head open and bled out in the baptismal font, <laughs> and then just went to heaven. It's after like that
1: th- scene in like the second or third John Wick, yeah, where the yeah. villain did he, like yeah. slit her wrist and lays in the in the yeah. pool.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, I side note, Mormons get baptized when they're eight. I was eight years old thinking this. <laughs> like
1: You were eight years old being like, I gotta commit seppuku right now. This would be
0: such a funny bit, guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, um, side note, I knew I It's like funny, it,
1: especially because uh, how many people are you in front of during, like, Mormon baptisms?
0: Uh, generally, so they, they... We really are just doing Mormon facts. Uh, Isn't but, it,
1: like, a privater thing than, like... Because Protestants,
0: yeah, you so do it in front
1: of, like, Two, three hundred people. Yeah.
0: So it's not like that level. So baptisms are their own event. Like they don't take place during church. Yeah. Um, there's generally most churches just have a font in them where they can do <laughs> baptisms uh, and they fill it up. And generally it's just family, friends. It's an open event technically and that anybody can come. Yeah. But you, you've seen one. You have seen them all. They, they dunk the little kid. They bring him out everybody's okay. excited. Um, you know, I generally for some
1: reason there was like a back room or something. They no. Joined. So,
0: uh, that's like temple stuff that I'm, yeah. Right. I, I didn't ever make it to. That's the stuff that like, you can't see. <laughs> yeah. but um, That's
1: the stuff where like they do the wedding and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it is very funny that I will have to sit outside during my brother's wedding probably. <laughs> uh, but, um, <laughs> Uh I just go like well wow. best
1: man at my wedding cannot attend. <laughs> but yeah, uh,
0: it's actually it's interesting part of Mormon culture is um <laughs> that wedding receptions are always bigger than the wedding because you can only invite even yeah, if
1: only Mormons, only yeah. devout Mormons can come see you get yeah. married. And right? even
0: of them, like the room is pretty small, so usually you can only invite about twenty devout Mormons to actually witness the ceremony. I
1: remember saying I get on ex Mormon TikTok a lot. Yeah. And a lot of them will be like, this was my Mormon wedding dress and yeah. just like stand there in it uncomfortably. And I'm like, huh, huh, but
0: yeah, right. it's, it, it's, it's very interesting just to look at it all and consider. Um, but yeah, so that's why wedding receptions are a much bigger deal. Cause you can like actually invite everybody to them.
1: Yeah. Um, you can have all your friends,
0: which personally Do Mormons
1: drink at receptions.
0: Mormons, Mormons don't drink period, Yeah, They don't drink. That's ever, right. so. I'm like, they don't no. drink. Uh, funny don't though it would anything. be for like in they the don't rule book. Coffee. In the rule book, they were like, you exceptions could be made for a wedding. Um hey, that would hey,
1: if they need to incentivize getting married, and you know that they do, Mormons love incentivizing getting married. Oh yeah. What if on your wedding night, not only can you fuck, but you can get shit-faced? That would
0: be so fun. Like, the idea of the groom just smashed, walking to the car, like, all right, we're yeah. driving away now. Bye, everybody. Like getting behind the wheel and then just dying immediately.
1: <laughs> like, what if you can drink when you get married? New Mormon rule.
0: Uh, I Look, you know, the gospel according to St. Matthew. <laughs> Let me tell you, folks. Um, yeah, like, yeah. I walk into a bar. Someone's like, can I buy you a drink? I'm like, no, thank you. I'm waiting until marriage. <laughs> Anyway, let's go, let's go fuck now though. Like I'm not waiting for that. I'm-
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm not one of those uptight Mormons. Yeah. Let
0: me clarify. Um, <laughs> I, uh, side, I, I just switched back to the other page that has the lyrics to Batty. Oh
1: God. I
0: just, I need to keep going. I'm- go ahead.
1: Give me another line. Give me another line. <clears throat>
0: Phone call, Mr. Darwin. All the graduate students, please move closer. Scalpel, more nitrous oxide. The eye makeup, when inserted rectally, seems to have some effect. (laughs) Remove the brain cap. You notice by dipping the bat in a series of pain after 600 packs of cigarettes, the animal seems to exhibit some. So these lyrics are off of Google, so it looks like there's some chunks missing. But then it I, cuts down to... I
1: can't believe that this bat one flew over the cuckoo's nest himself. Yeah, <laughs> but then it cuts to... How are you going to shut our island yourself?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said orally, OMG, I'm reading by my genitals. Insert the electro, we're losing him. Uh, this is...
1: This gets sexual. <laughs>
0: yeah, you see what I'm saying? This is like...
1: Rectally orally genitals.
0: Yeah, I would like to just note, though, that the, um, the last, like section is um i'm a real fruit bat and my logic is erratic i'm batty it's my batty rap shave his head it's just an animal my batty rap you <laughs> if you just take a little off the sides who's batty Mwah. which is a really weird way to you end could tell the rap me
1: that this was a, a rap written by somebody who was lobotomized and i'd believe you
0: yeah it's anyway so yeah, everybody listen to uh listen to I'm Baddie uh from Listen Fern to the Valley. whole
1: soundtrack. Listen
0: to the whole soundtrack. It does go pretty hard if you look listen past to toxic the horror. Love. I Listen to Toxic Love. Listen um, to Toxic Love. Listen to
1: Toxic. about eating.
0: Yeah, the one about eating. Yeah, about eating. yeah listen to Vor the Musical. Um
1: <laughs> Vor the Musical number. It's it's an interesting one.
0: Um let me see if there's any other wild comments before we wrap this one up. Uh, I
1: also you will not know the level of shock I got when I got the announcement on my phone. Uh, modules due today, discussion one, the basement tapes. I got, I got <laughs> oh, so excited. And then it wasn't about it. Oh, it I... wasn't about it.
0: Oh, hang on. I remember this. This is important. I need to share this news with the listeners. Uh, so I, I follow Anthony Fantano on YouTube. I know it's a little cringe. You can make fun of me if you want, but I make a Doug Walker podcast. There's no way you can shame me for watching questionable YouTube content. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you remember tramp stamps?
1: The, the TikTok the, band, like the TikTok band that everyone was like their
0: Yeah. Their industry, industry points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did an interview with like their lead singer and like the lady who formed them. Um, and just to show you the kind of state that I was in while I was in Los Angeles, I watched the full interview and was just like, I'm a terrible person. How could I have bullied this person? I don't think I ever interacted with her videos. I think I basically like just like talk shit with Izzy in the car like yeah made a
1: joke about them being industry plants to somebody in person not even online
0: yeah but i like before i went to so it's like four in the morning at this point because of course it is so technically that was like my first night there it's four in the morning la time so it was actually like seven in the morning and i hadn't gone to sleep on the time zone i was in anyway um i like send a message to this person on instagram like the lead singer of trance stamps who has thousands of followers and i was just like i'm so sorry for contributing to the negativity around tramp i don't remember the let me find the exact word you
1: tweeted this
0: no i sent this to her as a dm on instagram um <laughs> that's
1: way more than than tweeting yeah. it matt
0: yeah so i basically was just like um yeah so i was like i'm so sorry for uh, contributing to the dog pile and the negative vibes around tramp stamps basically uh and then i woke up the next morning and she had responded to me And I almost had a hard time. We got her
1: on the cast. We
0: got, I, that was the worst part was I was thinking about like, just at first when I saw she did an interview, I was like, I should message her and ask her to come on the podcast. And then I listened (laughs) to the interview and felt like a terrible person and sent an apology. And she responded like, thank you for the kind words. We're all growing and learning or something like that. Very nice and understanding like that. But I had just forgotten I sent that message when That's I was. That's so up.
1: funny. So, so you I just like, had I, a DM from the lead singer of the trans Yeah. So I just how like How did they know what I was saying about them?
0: Yeah, so I like woke up and it was like Marissa Mano sent I, you a message on Instagram. How did like, I know Whoa. what she was saying? How did this happen? Um but yeah. Izzy
1: turned me in. <laughs> she um. reported me. Um, the other night we were on Discord during a movie night and you couldn't be there. Because you were in Los Angeles. doing us. Adrenochrome
0: with Nick Oldershaw and Leonardo DiCaprio? Both yeah. close personal friends of mine.
1: Both and equal levels of famous. Yeah,
0: equal levels of famous. I mean, in my circles, yeah.
1: <laughs> they're both. I love the idea of big like, lesson. They're both equally untouchable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nick Oldershaw makes you sign an NDA before you podcast with him. It's true. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oops, I wasn't supposed to say that. He's going to sue us now.
1: He's going to sue us. He's going to sue the (laughs) Dug Zone for everything we're worth, which is nothing. Yeah, he's not going
0: to get much out of it, but it's the principle that matters.
1: You might have to pay us money.
0: It's like when Taylor Swift did that lawsuit and just took a single dollar, or it's like, it's just to prove a point. That's what Nick Oldershaw is (laughs) going (laughs) to do.
1: But... I don't remember who it was, but somebody was just screen sharing and Googling stupid names. Like, like you know, in middle school and you're like, ha-ha, wouldn't it be funny if na- someone was named Dr. Blackface?
0: Oh, yeah. Or like, Dick Butt, like 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 things like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he he basically typed in, but I, I'm not going to say what it is because it will indirectly dox me. We're getting there. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, he basically okay, types yeah. in Blackface and there's one result and it zooms in to my hometown and it's like Dr the time i currently love it and it says like dr blackface <laughs> <laughs> oh, like pediatrics that. and i was like oh yeah and i, I was lucky because it was only people it was like truck posted izzy yeah. left so it's, i was like oh these are all people that if they wanted to talk to me they would have already yeah like or the, have already yeah the people who you can will trust not share it yeah with
0: this knowledge so it
1: was fine but i was just like uh
0: <laughs> i still remember waking up one day to a message from truck that was just doug walker's home address And you just said like, I don't think I can trust the full Discord with this, but I needed you to know, like, or something like that. Um, Uh, How do Matt? Uh, I have
1: great news for you. I was I looked at the statistics. We've gotten a download in Italy. We've made it.
0: Oh, we made it, Mister Worldwide, babe. You know what? I bet that download in Italy, Doug Walker. Um, I I I
1: hope not. I know he doesn't live there anymore.
0: I like the idea of like being an Italian citizen. So you always just use a VPN when you're out of the country, to put yourself <laughs> back in Italy. Like,
1: <laughs> Makes you feel at home.
0: Yeah. Um, I do always like, I, you know, I occasionally will use a VPN, especially when I'm like, you know, pirating academic mm-hmm. journals for school and stuff like that. Right. Um, and it's always very funny the next day because like my ads on YouTube are all in Russian. And I was like, well, I'm sure these <laughs> are very interesting to them. Um, but yeah, anyway, I am trying to remember if there's anything else to say aside from, oh, I'm speaking of Marissa Maino, actually. She wrote a song called Drugs with God that goes hard, unironically. Bang. Really? Yeah. So listen to Marissa Maino. listen Mano. to it. Yeah. Listen to the lead singer of Tramp Stamps' solo work, uh, Big Fan, which that's not a sentence I thought come I'd say. Come on the cast. Yeah. Marissa Maino, come on the cast. That was the problem. I was you thinking You don't myself, even
1: have to defend yourself. We'll defend you. Yeah. I, we'll do it for you.
0: Yeah. I was kind of kicking myself. I so was like, man. If I just messaged her asking to come on my Doug Walker podcast, there's a non-zero chance she would have seen it and responded. Oh well, you know I can't do that now. I can't like start. That's weird. Yeah, I can't start off with like I'm a genuine apology for things that I didn't like. Do you want
1: to come make jokes about pedophiles for an hour with me?
0: Yeah. Do you want to do the bit? What if Breaking Bad was about a pedophile? (laughs) (laughs)
1: What if Breaking Bad is a middle-class college professor pedophile? You know, you want to do that bit with us? No.
0: I take it back. Um,
1: <laughs> this was a deeply unhinged episode.
0: Yeah, I don't know what we were expecting. This is our first I... It's our first one-on-one episode in a month. So, we always we're always a little worse behaved when there's no one else there to look at us with horror.
1: It's true. Without we really match energies with whoever we're podcasting with and when it's just the oh, two yeah. of us. It's just untamed. Yeah, Like we, we bring out
0: the worst behavior in each other. Um Yeah. But I, I mean, love you'll to notice think-
1: it. Like, our shy episodes, they're still crazy. They're a little quieter, yeah, a little more relaxed. Um, and then, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then the episodes that are just us. Wild. They're bad. They're rough. Uh, but I think we are getting better about talking over each other. Someone in the Discord mentioned it a while ago, and I've just been insecure about it.
1: I've been That's, deeply self uh,
0: But I'm pretty sure we're getting better about it. Um, oh, hang on. The other thing I need to mention this. Go ahead. Listeners, Jillian sent an autism quiz to the Doug Zones Discord. Uh, I did You didn't send that one? No. Oh, wow.
1: I was asked to take it later.
0: Yeah. So Jillian sends an autism quiz to the Doug Zones Discord. Uh, not Jillian. Apologies. Someone other than Jillian sends it I think it, it was also web. in
1: the Bad Boy Crimes Might one, have
0: been maybe? in the Bad Boy Crimes one as well. Somebody. Um but so, Somebody
1: sent us an autism quiz. Yeah, I think
0: to myself, like, ah, well, you know, I just got home from my sojourn about LA. I've been going for a walk. I watched uh, a homeless man just talking to a runner. That guy ruled. I went on a walk, and there was just a homeless man talking to a runner who had clearly just stopped to stretch before, like, looking That's at the bench. Sorry. And the runner was, like, nodding politely as this guy was just going on and on and on. Th-
1: there was a lady. At work last night that was zanned out of her mind. Oh, incredible. And was just like trying to order drinks, and we were all like, Maybe that's not a good idea.
0: Okay, you know. And she
1: was being like really rude to people, and she kept on trying to like order again. And the guy (laughs) she was with was like, No, you already ordered, you already ordered. And she's like, I did not, don't tell me what I've done. I know my brain.
0: Like the like (laughs) the arrested development bit where (laughs) Lucille Bluth looks at her medication and there's like, you know, the little drowsy eye and the wine glass. But she misinterprets it as a <laughs> winking face and a wine glass. So she drinks with her medication and yeah. crashes her car. And what a great show. Anyway, uh, so I come back. I take the autism quiz. and I get a 33. I'm like, well, I don't know what that means. It feels like it should be lower, but you know, okay, whatever. Uh, and then later on, I get a message that Jillian Moorhead has sent a message to the, to the chat. And Jillian, would you care to tell the audience what you got on your autism quiz?
1: I got a 33 as well.
0: Oh, who can say? Jillian's mind and you know game- who else got
1: a 33? coach
0: yeah so (laughs) you know
1: who got higher than a 33 (laughs) skill i forgot about that
0: um yeah so basically listeners what i'm saying is
1: more autistic than the rest
0: (laughs) jillian's getting so good at gaslighting me into thinking i have autism
1: that you might actually just have autism. i might actually
0: have autism and then the uh the next day i bought a a toy train i got a toy train at the arcade Uh, and i'm i was thinking about it mostly i was like this would be really (laughs) funny to like say on the Doug Zone, I tested the same score as my autistic co-host and then got a train. But deep down, I also just wanted I, a train.
1: You uh, want it. It's okay. You can want a train. It
0: was a little wind up train. It's great. I was I entertained myself for much longer than I should have been able to with this children's toy um but you know you pull it back and then it go it rules um, that's insane yeah yo look at this
1: oh but this this barred out woman oh yeah yeah I, I was changing i was doing like changing paper towels in the bathroom or something and she walks up and she's like and she sees me and my coworker in there, and then she's like what are y'all doing <laughs> and we're like our jobs and she's like how old are y'all and my coworker goes, "I'm 18." And she goes, "And you have a job? I've never had a job." And we go,
0: "This woman oh? might just rule." I she she might be winning me over.
1: So she she's a sugar baby and comes in there with other men all the time. She's, oh. she's a regular, but the men she comes in with aren't. Interesting. That makes
0: sense. So wait, this is the same woman who is way high on Xanax, right? Yeah. Interesting. Want you to consider.
1: And they kept on serving her water, and she's like, "Is this just water?" Like, in both a, I'm upset that you won't give me alcohol, and I'm paranoid that you gave me something other than waterway. Like, somehow both.
0: Interesting. I, you know, hey, look. Far be it for me to judge someone for being excessively paranoid. I thought that someone sabotaged my plane out of Los Angeles yesterday. So, (laughs) you know.
1: You could write that manuscript. Yeah. Like, we need this.
0: Well, it was more like, he can't escape. He's trapped here with us. You know, the truth will never see light. Um. But,
1: and that might be, that might be going barn dog on us. That might
0: be barn-dogging out. Maybe I just have been from the get-go. Uh, but my my last tale from L.A. that I do want to say is that the, the Airbnb we stayed at in San Diego was actually very nice. It was right oh. next to the beach um, and somehow also somewhat affordable, which was – that never happens. Nice. But uh, it had like a little fire pit out back. Uh, and so we were sitting out there. We'd sit out there every night because it's, you know, not 20 degrees there. So we would hang makes out. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, you know, hang out. And uh I made some comment about um <laughs> I made some comment about Ronald Reagan causing the crack epidemic. Um which, you know, he did, I would like to he know. Did. Yeah, and uh, my mom was like, he didn't do that. Was, you know, what, what 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 Jan Xer knows that Ronald Reagan did the crack epidemic? None of yeah. them. Um they they grew up under Reagan, so they're like, Yeah, you know, that's when, you know, I was happy. I was a child. Um and so <laughs> she um my mom goes like i know that you're i know you're not serious you like to say these crazy things but like the people next to us because there were other people outside like at other like, probably it's
1: california
0: yeah well, she was like you know people next to us won't know that you're joking i don't want you like saying crazy things and not so joking. my brother yeah well my brother giving me a clear out goes yeah I mean, look Ma, he doesn't it's like what he says about bush doing nine eleven, and i which see this olive branch which has been extended to me and I throw and you go, it aside. it is
1: just like that, well, in the, the way, way that they're both.
0: Well, yeah, and I say, no, I'm serious about that too. Uh, and <laughs> I just, so I end up having a massive argument with my mom about whether or not Bush did 9-11 <laughs> and whether Reagan caused the crack epidemic. To the Which point where I start following her inside, reading from like <laughs> New York Times articles, like, "Oh, listen to it. What does this say?" The CIA then <laughs> sent the funds from those crack sales to counter revolutionaries. Interesting. <laughs> have you heard of Iran Contra? And, and I sat down. I the thing that stopped me was I just thought of the autism score, and I was like, "Huh."
1: You're like they might have a point.
0: I was like, "Hmm, I, I can see it actually." Hmm. Oh no. Um. Yeah, I. That's that's my big problem is, I don't care what the argument is. I just
1: this reminds me so bad. Me. At
0: not le- I'm just so bad um, at letting them go. When
1: I was in a Christian touring musical theater group, oh, um, <laughs> rare brought up fact about yeah. me. Um, I believe we were performing Godspell. Uh, we were at, oh, uh, was it Thomas Jefferson's like house? Uh, that's a big deal. Do you remember right?
0: what it was called? Was it uh, Monticello is Jefferson's?
1: Yeah, it wasn't Monticello. Mont- Montpelier Jackson's. is Madison.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Who's Jackson's? Uh, I don't know the name of that. That, that makes one,
1: sense because that's in the South. Yeah, I right? say
0: that one isn't in Virginia. I know all the Virginia ones because
1: okay, that's right. Well, I, I I think so because it makes sense later. Yeah, Jackson was um,
0: yeah. So there
1: was like basically you would go on this whole tour and it would end with a museum, and the m- museum had like this. It was supposed to be like an interactive history museum thing, you know, that thing that people do. Yeah, yeah. But we're all edgy and in high school. And so there was a thing where it was like, right on a post it note, something fun, you found out today. Um,
0: oh. oh, no. <laughs> uh,
1: about what something great Jackson did, basically all of us, all of us were like, Trail of Tears, stick it up on the post-it note, put it up there. And so just, it was like, great things Jackson has done. Trail of Tears, Trail of Tears, Trail of Tears, <laughs> Trail of Tears. <laughs>
0: That's I, It is difficult to think of like actual great things that Jackson did. Um, because like, he
1: did the Trail of Tears. Yeah, he did the
0: Trail of Tears and then also was insane and like took put, took part in anywhere between 20 and 200 duels in the course of his life. I are you um, just going to do the Trail of Tears? I mean, how are you going to do the Trail of Tears? <laughs> um, this motherfucker looked at a trail and said, this needs some tears on it. But anyway. Um,
1: this unseasoned ass <laughs> trail. <laughs>
0: they say that white people don't season their trails. <laughs> motherfucker, have you heard of the Trail of Tears? Okay, we got to sign this bit. <laughs> Uh, uh, the things we get up to in an hour and a half. Uh, side note, I just learned Andrew Jackson's estate was called the Hermitage, uh, which is incredible. That's
1: what it's called, the Hermitage. That's so
0: awesome. I, I want to name it's, my it's house. It's kind
1: of. of sick in the way that they gloss over slavery.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's just so funny because Andrew Jackson's one of the only presidents from that era where owning people is not the worst thing he did.
1: Like, it's It's very funny that i'm not sure if it was there or at another it was at some sort of like plantation uh thing where they're like well yeah we don't talk about slavery much but every year we invite all of the uh ancestors like all the descendants of the slaves to come and eat with the descendants of the people that lived here and it's just like a beautiful thing and then they like were showing pictures of it and just everyone's white in the pictures yeah i was gonna
0: say no one's gonna show no one up come- that-
1: no no black person is gonna come to that, that, that was, there's just no yeah, way when
0: i was doing my call center job the worst poll i ever had to do was oh, no. uh, about like a former plantation site um and so you had to like call basically you had to call people up and say like how important do you think it is that the plantation addresses systemic racism in america which is rough because the first question is like are you familiar with the plantation the second one is have you visited and when they say no you would say why not um <laughs> that was the question i was forced to ask i wasn't even allowed to like say why haven't you chosen to visit it was why not um and half of the answers for the people who hadn't visited notably the white half of the answers. People are like, oh, you know, I just never found the time. I'm not really into history. And the other Probably half is just thing. people going, because I'm black. And I was like, yeah, yeah man, I'm sorry. They're just making, I have to, I have to ask have this. To, I'll get fired if I don't, I'm sorry. I wouldn't go either. <laughs> like, um, I don't blame you. But yeah. And then the problem is the people who have visited are like, oh, it's wonderful. I take my family every summer. And then you ask them about like systemic racism and they're like, Fuck you. There was no systemic racism in this slave plantation. Like, get, and you're like, okay, okay, bye. Thank you for That's hanging funny, up on me. Go back to yeah. calling people. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, I'm just thinking now about my style of argument, uh, which ultimately does just generally devolve into me like following people around, Googling things. Um, That's very funny. And I just remember one time my mom and I were arguing about something. It wasn't even anything big. It's never anything big when you're arguing yeah. with your parents. Uh, and I just remember her eventually just going, you know what? Fine. You're right. I believe you. Is, do you. is that fine? And I was like, no, because you don't actually believe me. And I can hear it in your voice. And I just, my mom was like, let's end the argument. And I said, absolutely not. You are still wrong. This, is just,
1: Matt, you're so autistic. I might be
0: autistic listeners. Um,
1: If you want to join us the next time we take autism quizzes, (laughs) go ahead and join the Discord. Link is in uh, the show notes and also on our Twitter. Um, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DougZoneCast. Please rate and review us on Spotify and iTunes. We have one one one-star review on iTunes, and they didn't even write anything those pussies.
0: Who – so we they can't... didn't
1: write anything, so you can't tell who it is. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't like that. I'm... I
1: don't like that one bit. I want to be called a coward.
0: Yeah, let me get back. Let me, let me log on now. Let's take a look at this.
1: Like, if you're going to say it, say it with your face.
0: Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, look at that. One, five... Full send that. So, Full yeah. send it. Huge shout out to the. Yeah, so look, listeners, give us a five star review. Don't leave a one star review. But if you do leave a one star review, at least put some text to it. Because that way we can read yeah, it in I a snide know. and condescending voice on the next yeah. episode and pretend yeah. we didn't cry for hours looking at that one-star review.
1: Yeah, I will cry. <laughs> yeah, I'll cry. If you want to make me cry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I'll do it right now. I will cry on the spot if <laughs> you give me a one-star review. That's the Doug's own promise. And
1: say something mean. If you don't say anything mean, I'll just be apathetic towards you.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but um,
1: but if you say something nice, but. Uh, We would greatly appreciate that. Please don't give us a one star review. Please
0: please don't give us one star reviews. We want to be seen on the podcast app. Um, So yeah, you can also review us on Spotify now. That's exciting. Um, You can't leave reviews there, but I would still prefer that you not leave one star reviews on Spotify either. Um, Side note, Spotify has like a feature. It won't let you rate podcasts you haven't listened to. Um, was my friend oh, started like a that. podcast and I was preparing to listen to the first episode and just gave it five stars. Cause like, well, let me, uh-huh. this is my buddy. I'm going to help out my boy. And it was like, don't you think you should listen first? I was like, okay, Spotify. Fine. <laughs> like, I guess I'm grateful okay. for this, but come on. Um, uh, this is good, but also, hmm. yeah, but come on. I'm, I'm trying. Um, let's see. Uh, did we mention the Twitter?
1: We mentioned the Twitter. Okay. We mentioned it all. I follow, We're channel, all good. follow the
0: Instagram. Um, yeah, I guess in that case.
1: Exciting things to come this month. Yeah,
0: exciting things to come. Uh, genuinely, sound off if you want me to touch up my script and read it. It's not a script. My manuscript.
1: Uh, it might be public. It might, maybe it might this be public. Will be the maybe to... it'll
0: be paywalled. Who can say?
1: Maybe maybe I'll make a Patreon.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll Who's, make... Who knows? Um, yeah, so every February, <laughs> I kind of lose my mind. That's the month every year where I've just had my most serious uh-huh. breaks. The Pennsylvania journey started at the end of February so wandering
1: the streets at 4am yeah a so you know thing? just
0: reassure jay um she's missing yeah,
1: manic matt's coming
0: he's missing manic matt he's oh he's on his way manic <laughs> matt cometh um, i can feel
1: him peering around the corner yeah, i'm
0: looking over the corner and i just see him smiling evilly in my <laughs> reflection um so with all that said yeah big things coming exciting things coming um uh yeah hail Doug.
1: bazinga